Every five minutes, someone dies while waiting for a compatible donor heart, liver, or kidney. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists strive to engineer an animal with human-compatible organs, thereby saving millions of lives. But these ancestors are not the docile herd animals they envision. Instead, the project spawns something big, something evil, something hungry. Ancestor by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler is available for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mars Falls intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Chip Peddleston, Engineering, Chief Technical Officer. Personal log, outgoing message. Soul 3, Autumn, first year. You hear that, Archie? It's your brother calling from Mars. Just got back from our first trek to the surface, followed by 30 hours of quarantine. Damn robots analyzing and groping everything. Uh, I miss the human touch. (laughs) Things are already pretty fucked up here, even by my standards. It wasn't the best landing and some people didn't make it, but I'm okay. And even though I'm 50 million miles away from you, it does feel nice to finally have my own home. Home. My new home. More from me later. Take it easy, bro. And personal log. Did you enjoy the printed eggs? Sure. Couldn't taste the ink or anything. They come from real chickens, Chip. Technically not birth from chickens, but it's real chicken cells. Ink-free. Yeah, that's enough of an explanation. Unless you want to clean some regurgitated chicken cells off the floor. Oh, right. Sorry. I always forget about nausea. Lucky you. I'm really feeling the jet lag this morning. Why the commander needs me up this early is beyond me. Based on your average preparation time, you only require 27 minutes to get ready and eat breakfast. I let you sleep in as late as possible. Fun fact, humans have a bit more variation to their preparation times than you. I could have been up and ready in only four minutes. Including breakfast? Damn straight including breakfast. Hey, where's the nearest public access port? There's one outside the monastery. Cool. Why do you need one? I want to try something. Welcome, Chief Technical Officer. Thanks for the promotion. Nice touch, right? So I have clearance for pretty much anything now? That's correct. Same as the other top-ranking officials. Good. That's what I thought. Hmm. What is it? Shit. You really don't know? No, I'm not sure what you mean. Check the data from this terminal. Notice anything odd? There's a small anomaly 22 seconds ago. Yeah, that was me. What is it? I created an encrypted message and deleted it. I've seen a few of these pop up since we landed. Andy, 
I think you are hacked. Impossible. Trust me, nothing is impossible for a hacker. But who would do this? Like you said, it could only be top personnel. If you encounter any more, don't autocorrect them. Let me know and we can try and trace it. Got it. Thank you, Chief Technical Officer. How's the buggy holding up? I don't know, Andy. I just walked in the door. Give me a few minutes. You're as pushy as the commander. I'd say she's more driven. OCD, if you ask me. Has she been diagnosed? What? No, it's just an expression. I thought it was a disorder. It is just... <sighs> Never mind. I would really like to know what you meant. Sounds like you have OCD too. I'm not sure I'm capable of that. Could have fooled me. I'm sensing you are annoyed at this conversation. Good to know your sensors are functioning. How's the buggy? Jeez, man! That was a message from Commander Orania. She says your receiver has a do not disturb setting activated. Glad it's working. Tell her the back axle split. It'll take some work, but it's fixable. Hello? Yeah. Welcome to engineering. I know where I am and I know who you are, Mr. Heddleston. Okay, and you are? Major Arnold Flint, second in command to Lieutenant Colonel Walker. I gave Commander Orania permission to take Private First Class Wiles outside two days ago. Technically two souls ago, but yeah. Don't smartmouth me. I want to know how he's doing. Last I heard, he's still in med bay. You should check with the doctor. He's still in lockdown. Yeah, well, you know protocol. You know, the protocol that says we gotta make sure no one brings in a contagion after returning from the surface? I know what the protocol is, son. Sorry, Dad. I didn't know if your silence indicated we were done talking. I know he was injured, but not how. What happened out there? I'm not allowed to discuss it. Sorry, but Commander Orania wants it that way. You understand, with Lieutenant Walker still unconscious, I am the acting military commander. And Commander Orania has always been the high commander, Major Flint. Now, if there's anything else I can help you with, I'm all ears. Otherwise, I've got work to do. For the commander. <sighs> Seems about right. I'll take my complaints up with her. Sounds good. You know where she is? Nope, but I'm sure you'll find her. It's a small colony. Services will take place in the atrium in 10 minutes. If you would like to attend, please proceed to the atrium now. Ah, damn it. Are you heading over? Yeah, I'll head there now. Is Flint going? It doesn't appear so, no. That guy is a real asshole. You could say he's a bit gruff, but he's still a good leader. When you were all in quarantine, he helped me keep things under control. I still don't like him. Truthfully, I don't like him either. Really? I thought you liked everybody. I like most people, sure. But liking everyone would be impossible. How would I run a comparison analysis to determine who I like best if I like everyone? Yeah, I know how liking people works. Sorry, you seemed confused as to how I like people. I understand, your primitive biological mind has a hard time keeping up with me. Ha! Good one. So where am I on your friends list? When I account for skills, personality, shared interests, humor, and many other things, I would put you at the very top of my list. The best. So, I'm your best friend? Yes. Thanks, buddy. Of course, if I were to place you on any spectrum individually, you would not be the best. There's the charm I love. I'm just being honest. Well, they don't call me a jack-of-all-trades for nothing. Jack-of-all-trades. I have never heard anyone call you this, but I like it. Nah, forget it. Call me a renaissance man. Let's bring that back. Back from where? 
It doesn't matter. <laughs> Just call me that. Can do. Renaissance man. So, how about a favor for your best friend? What kind of favor? That anomaly I found earlier could have only been caused by a handful of people, and Major Flint is one of them. You're going to ask me to spy on him. If he's altering records, there's no telling what he's up to. Help me out, bro, for the safety of the colony. The memorial service will begin shortly. Please, take your seats. I'll send you the log times, but that's it. I can't spy on anyone. Thanks, Andy. You're a good friend. Hey, Chip, before you go in there, can I ask you something? Sure. Am I your best friend? Well, I've met a lot of people in my time, Andy, and I do have a lot of friends back on Earth. Of course. But even if we weren't stranded on an alien death world, you'd still be my best friend. Thanks. Smiley face emoji. Oh, God. Why? Was that a joke or your programming? Programming. Yeah, I'll look into that. Memorial services will now commence, led by our high chaplain, Ani Mateo. Brothers and sisters, this morning we gather together to remember those of us who passed on to the next stage of being. Yet even though they are no longer with us, it does not mean their journey has come to an end. They will live on through us, for we will never forget everyone who shared our journey to this planet. How do we move forward from this tragedy? None of us know what the future brings, and certainly none of us can go back and change the past. That leaves us all with one option, to live in the present. I know there are those of you who believe it's irresponsible to stop thinking about the future. There are those of you, if not all of you, who think I am callous for saying we should not dwell on the past. No. No. I'm only asking you to keep their memories and our shared dream alive by living for them. Now, in the present, live for the people who came with us. Live for the people who supported us. Live for the people who cared for us, who taught us, who loved us, and who are still loved by us. For without them, we would not be here. This is hard, this mission, this life, this purpose. The whole state of being alive is hard. But we are resilient people. We have come farther than any other human force and endured unimaginable tragedy simply so we can make a new home. We must offer each other our support and kindness. Now more than ever, we must be here for each other. For like those who came before us, this is not the end of our journey. It is only a new beginning. Thank you for your comforting words, Ani Mateo. I know this world hardly seems welcoming, but in spite of all the danger, we will make a home here. We are pioneers. We are the pioneers of a new generation, a multi-planet generation. And a pioneer's life is not without incredible hardship. 57 human beings 
will never see the light of a Martian sky or feel the regolith crunch beneath their boots. I'll do them the honor of reading each name so they'll never be forgotten. Dr. Rodrigo Juarez, Dr. Aisha Goodjoy, Gerald and Corey Walker, the Bergen family, Cassandra, Harold, David, and Jane. Owen Shearer, Excuse me, Chip. Dr. If you have Ryan a moment, Goodhart. I'd like to talk someplace more private. Benjamin. What, now? Please? Isn't this kind of your thing? Yes, but so is talking to you. We never debriefed about your experience outside the colony. Jackie said some troubling things. I'm no psychologist, but I can tell you she just needs some sleep. It's not about her. It's about you. I want to know what you felt out there. I'm no monk either. Ha! Excuse me? Is everything okay? Terribly sorry, Commander. I'm afraid we're not doing so well back here. The hell we're- <clears throat> ah! This one's choking on his own tears. Sorry to disturb. May we be excused? Yeah, sure. Erigato, Commander. What the hell, dude? Have you seen the observatory yet? What? No, I- You must. Been... It's magnificent. Come with me. The whole science wing is shut down. We'd have to break in. Yes, sir! You know, for a monk, you don't act very monkish. And tell me, friend, how many monks do you know? All right, fair point. A monk's duty is to follow the guidance of the universe. And the universe is fine with breaking and entering? If you're in tune with the universe and its laws, then you have no choice but to follow them. As for mankind's laws, they can ultimately be flawed. Now that sounded very monkish. Ha! I love it. How did you do that? I have my ways. Follow me. The observatory is closed, gentlemen. We're here for repairs. I know you're not. Okay, fine. We're here to pick up a printout from a report the I read. The station hasn't been used since we've landed, and we don't do printouts. Ways not, want not. Fine, fine. You're no fun. It's not safe. I'll have to stop you. I like being out here. It feels good. He's right, Andy. It's still structurally intact. Come on, be cool. Besides, how would you even stop us? Very well. Thank you. Follow me, Chip. We're going to the top of the tower. Come look at this view. What view? We're in the middle of a dust storm. Exactly. Isn't it beautiful? Sorry, but I'm not sure how I'm supposed to find beauty in a bunch of dust. We're all dust, Chip. All that swirling dirt, rock, and sand out there, that is the universe. What's out there is the same stuff that's inside all of us. The same stuff that's inside everything in existence. Everything is made from stardust. But what makes us special is that we're stardust with a purpose. Once we fulfill our purpose, we die and return to the beautiful cosmic swirl as dust once again. Like Dirk? Yeah? Yes. <laughs> well, he ain't dust now, brother. We both know his body's sealed in a cooler inside the med bay. That's a fairly morbid interpretation of the facts. I'm only being honest with myself. Scientific, even. Ah, a scientist, eh? You're familiar with quantum mechanics. Oh, yeah. I'm a certified quantum physicist. PhD, actually. I just fix cars for shits and giggles. <laughs> I love your sense of humor. 
Never lose that part of you. I think Jackie would disagree. It's harder for some people to understand, but finding humor in life helps all of us deal with our pain. While we can't ignore pain, we can easily ignore humor, and that would be a mistake. Humor grounds us in the present. It removes our anxiety about the future while releasing our sorrow from the past. I've got enough painful memories to last me three lifetimes. You're not alone in that, my friend. What were you going to say about quantum mechanics? Ah, yes. You see, on the subatomic level, the entire universe is connected. Certain particles have been observed to mirror each other in their actions and reactions, even when separated by vast distances across the universe. What happens to one is felt by the other. Through that energy, particles come together and build more complex structures, eventually resulting in life. Life eventually breaks down into these particles once more, and the cycle continues. <laughs> ashes to ashes, stardust to stardust. Precisely. Though my actions are only a tiny part of this great universe we live in, they have consequences that ripple throughout the cosmos. My destiny is intertwined with others. Except that requires you to believe in a higher purpose, or that I'm supposed to have some grand destiny. Your destiny does not have to be grand in order to be important. Our destinies morph and change through events in our lives, and some events ring louder than others. The ripples that flow to us after someone leaves this world take a long time to dissipate throughout the universe. I didn't feel any ripples. I didn't feel anything. And that's what scares you the most, is it not? What do you want me to say? That I carried his body back to the buggy while crying? Well, it didn't happen that way. I felt nothing. I don't believe you. Is that why you brought me out here to probe my mind? Fuck that. You want to know what resonates with me the most? It's not some sing-song ripples flowing out through the universe. It's the image of Dirk's mangled body. I can still picture him in my mind, twisted, broken, and burned. As painful as it is, you may never forget that image. Our shared journey brought Dirk into your life, and his death resonated inside of you. That resonance is his continued journey. Look outside at the storm again. It's a mess. That storm is the present, always messy, always changing. But if you cut through the clutter, you will find an anchor. Look once more. What do you see out there? I see a tree. Good, good. Now focus on that tree and ground yourself. No matter how thick and suffocating the storm may be, it will never completely obscure what's below it. You can always find an anchor, even in the most chaotic times. Your humor is your anchor. Let it cut through the darkness and allow happiness to bubble up to us. I actually feel a bit better. Thank you, brother. Doitashimaste. It means you're welcome. Yeah, I figured. Cool. In the climate-ravaged world of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven. Pura is a geoengineered paradise that protects its fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. In a time when the world outside is unsafe, it's vital for Pura's existence that people rally behind the purpose of the city, and Demetria Lopez, head of the city's public relations, tirelessly promotes its idyllic image. But when she stumbles on a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she's willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Ray Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. 
Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Chip! Hey, I've been looking for you. I wanted to talk to you about Dirk and... How's the buggy doing? I want to get out on the next expedition as soon as possible. I'll brief you on the details later, but I wanted to know your status first. You want to go out? Uh, I, uh, we just left quarantine, Commander. We don't even know what's out there. Which is why I want to make a survey of the immediate area and see how much has changed from our original mapping of the surface. The terraformation has changed He hasn't our- even buried yet! Keep your voice down. Do you know what happened to him? Do you even care? Of course I care. That's why I want to be sure we know exactly what happened to him. You read the autopsy. He was electrocuted by the generator. I'm not convinced. The burns on his hands looked like defensive wounds. And something hit him in the chest hard. His sternum split right down the middle. Andy, can we have a private conversation? You got it. Wait, he was listening? He's always listening, unless someone from High Command authorizes a private conversation. That's so messed up. It's all covered in the training manual. Have you read that thing? It's like 700 pages. We were supposed to have an orientation during the first week for a refresher, but we obviously haven't gotten around to it. And here you are, obsessing over a new expedition. I'm trying to tell you something, Garrett. Okay, okay. What is it? I think Dirk was attacked. Andy didn't detect any sentient life out there besides us. Right. Which is why he doesn't believe me. I thought it could be some sort of other presence. You mean aliens? Maybe. I felt it hit me. It? Yes. It was probably debris. It wasn't debris. There was a storm moving toward us. I know what fucking debris is. It wasn't debris. It wasn't anything I could see. Something punched me in the stomach. You doubt me too. Yeah, I do. I've seen a lot of crazy stuff, most of it within the last few souls, but when I went inside that colony, I didn't see or feel anything or anyone. Maybe you're not remembering clearly. Yeah, I was probably distracted by dragging Dirk's corpse to the buggy. I'm sorry. I've got a lot on my mind. No shit. Maybe you should sleep on this. I can't sleep. Can you please go down to Med Bay and review the autopsy? Before I notify the militia, I want to make sure we know what happened. Major Flint's been looking for you for that very reason. I know. I can't keep this up much longer. Avoiding him or lying to him? It's complicated. Yeah, but you see, Jackie, it's not. 
Someone died, and now you're covering it up. I have my mission objectives, and there are things I need to do Fuck on this planet. Fuck your mission, Commander! Fuck this whole mission! Look around you and get this colony under control before someone gets a bad idea in their head. Is that a threat? Not from me. I signed up for this trip because I wanted to believe in something greater. All my life on Earth has been one hopeless situation after another. But when I got drafted for this mission, I figured everything must have led me to that moment. Even though it only took me five seconds of being on this rock to conclude that yes, life is still the same shitty set of coincidences as it was on Earth. It doesn't mean I'll stop following your orders. Just don't expect me to keep my opinions to myself. You really think life is meaningless? I think life means whatever you want it to mean, and since the only guarantee in life is death, and whether I die here, on Earth, or somewhere in between, I don't care. Where are you going? <sighs> Medbay. Like I said, you're still the commander. I'll let you know about the autopsy and the buggy ASAP. Thanks. I'll authorize your clearance. Chip Heddleston. Hello? Hello? Doctor? Anyone in here? Oh shit! Andy! Andy! Where is he? How could... Chip. Chip. Lieutenant Walker, you're Chip. awake. Chip. Me. What, what do you need? I, I don't know what to do. Chip. Me. Up. What? Chip me up? Implant. Oh, you're a mech head. Sorry, I mean you're enhanced. Uh, come on. What happened? Thank you. Where's the doctor? Who did this? <sighs> Lieutenant! Lieutenant! Where is everyone? Oh my god! What the hell happened? Is she okay? I don't know. I just found her like this. Why didn't Andy report a disturbance? I don't know. Even in lockdown, he should still monitor anyone coming in and out of this room. Unless... Shit! What? Jammed! How? Someone used a spike! Chip, go find Kyla. Get out of here. Ask Andy to help locate her. You got it. Andy! Where's Kyla? She's in the med bay. She's not! Hold on, I'm searching. She's turned off her receiver. I could start a visual scan. Do it! I checked Melissa's log and someone swapped her meds for a sedative after jamming the system. In a colony where the walls can see and hear everything, how could anyone get this close to killing someone? How could you let this happen, Andy? I didn't see anyone go in. Where's Kyla? I don't know. I really can't find her. Where's Major Flint? His receiver is off, too. Attention, Commander Oranian. We have a Code 7 in the observatory. Please report here immediately. Repeat, Code 7. Fuck. What's a Code 7? Airlock failure? Andy, what's going on up there? Something's wrong. I can only get temperature reading. However, I think it likely Kyla is with him as the temperature matches when Ani Mateo and Chip were in there earlier. What were you doing in the observatory? It's closed off. Did you lock it up after leaving? No. Damn it, Chip! I thought it auto-locked. Nope. Ugh, how could you not know that? I'm just a mechanic. It's not like I built this damn colony from scratch. Chip, Jackie, please, don't... Not now, Andy! Andy, can you see anything up there? No, I, I think there's another jammer blocking my signals. Shit! I'm sorry. I failed you. Who's there? 
It's me, Commander Arania. Come up here, but only you. All right. Stay close. Sure. I'll just keep awkwardly hanging on to this ladder. Hard to tell with the EVA suit on, but you're Major Flint, right? I don't believe that we've officially met. Cut the I'm pleasantries. Please help me! That's enough. Let's not do anything <laughs> rash now. I agree. Let's take it slow for a minute. We don't want anyone to get hurt. You're hardly in a position to continue issuing orders, Jackie. <laughs> Tell me what happened to PFC Wiles. There was an accident at the other colony where Private Wiles was struck by falling debris. He's recovering in the middle. I said cut the bullshit. He isn't doing anything. He's dead. I saw his body and I don't have to be a doctor to know he's been dead for two days. <laughs> Soulless dipshit. Can you put the scalpel down first? This isn't like me. Isn't like me. You don't know anything about me. I know plenty about you, Major Flint. You and your wife coordinated the refugee exodus to this planet across four different colonies. Before that, you served two tours of duty in Iraq and once rescued two people from a hostage negotiation. Innocent people, Arnold. That's enough. You made your point. So what then? Tell me what really happened to Private Wiles. Lie to me again, and I'll blow the pressure hatch open and let this storm tear the colony apart. Try anything else, and I slit this poor girl's throat. Blowing the hatch would kill everyone, including yourself. Not while I'm wearing this. Suit so can tear. I'm willing to take the risk. Besides, I'd rather be dead than taking orders from a deranged person. Like you? Chip! I said no one else! Last I checked, you're not the commander. I take my orders from her. Has everyone on this planet gone crazy? Tell me what happened to Wiles or I blow the hatch. No, please, I don't want to die. Shut up! Don't even think about it. Take another step toward me and I'll kill her. All right, fine. You want to know what happened out there? We were attacked by an unidentified force. Private Wiles did not die by accident. He was killed. Oh, aliens killed one of my soldiers. I said no more lies. I'm not lying. And I didn't say aliens. I said an unknown force. We really don't know what it was, but it was so- If your reign as commander involves lying to the militia, then it ends now. Resign or I end it falling. Major Flint, why would I be working against you and the militia? It's not like that. Then tell me, Jackie, what is it like? Because I walked in and saw your doctor trying to kill Lieutenant Walker. He's lying, please. I I, I didn't. I, I would never. But you did. You were overloading her implants during the lockdown. No, 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 no. It was a mistake. I grabbed the wrong bag and I was trying to reverse the flow. And when you came Enough. in... Enough! Major Flint, she's in residency, for Christ's sake. We're all under stress. We're all doing the best we can in the given circumstances. If it wasn't for her quick response on landing, most of us would be dead. Mistakes happen. Not like this. She did it on purpose. Arnold, what do you want? Resign. You don't have the support for a mutiny. Mutiny? No, I want an exodus. Away from her. It's not far to our sister colony. Just let me go and see my wife. You know I can't allow that. It's too dangerous. I'm sorry. You should be sorry, Commander. Say goodbye. System failure. System failure. Stop it! Oh, shit! Andy, no! System You're failure. You're crushing him! Stop it! Stop! No, 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 System no. failure. No! Help! Help! Oh, God! His eyes! System failure. His eyes! Andy, stop! Stop! It's okay, Kyla. Look away. Look at me. Look at me! Chip, shut him down. Andy! Andy! He won't respond. He's... Chip! 
focus. Use the emergency override. Put him into basics. I'm sorry. Basics on. It's done. Kyla? Hey, hey! <coughs> We're here, okay? I'm here. You're here. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Charles Edelson, engineering. No, 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 this is personal weird. Log. And personal log. I'm gonna try my personal transmitter, Archie. I hope you can hear this because he's dead. Two people now, dead, in just as many souls. We lost Dirk Wiles on the first expedition. He was just a kid. I, I carried his body back. It was surreal, holding someone who is no longer here. Is that what it felt like? That time you had to carry me home? Then today our colony AI killed someone. I didn't know he could do that. No, it. It, not him. He's not a man or a woman. He's a computer. It's a computer. I just don't know what to think anymore. I can't sleep. I can't eat. I'm just scared. Maybe I wasn't cut out for this. I'm at the observatory where it happened. I wanted to get high up so I can transmit this message to you and... What am I saying? We can't send anything out. I... I don't even know if anyone on Earth is still there. Storm's passed. I'm almost at the top of the dome. I can see the sky. Telescope. Ah! Oh, jeez. Oh. Okay. You're okay, Chip. You're okay. I think I... I... I can see it. I can see Earth! Archie! I can see you! I can see Earth! I miss you so much, brother. I... I want to come home. I want to come home, Archie. I want to come home. Mars Fall is created and produced by Eric Saris, Sam Bose Miller, Dan Lovely, and Brian Goodhart. This episode featured Sam Bose Miller as Chip Heddleston, Dan Lovely as Andy and Major Flint, Shannon Lovely as Jackie O'Rania, Aramis Martinez as Mateo Alvarez, Anya Zeser as Kyla Levy, and Abba Woodruff as Melissa Walker. Written and directed by Eric Saris. Recording, dialogue, edit, sound design, and final mix by Brian Goodhart and Owen Shearer of Sonic Union. Music composed and assembled by Sam Bose Miller. 
If you enjoy our show and wish to support our artists, you can do so by following the link in our episode description. Our Patreon will connect you with our Marsfall community, where you can access our complete series soundtrack, bonus mini-series, and exclusive gear for both your physical and digital lives. And if you're already a supporter of the show, thank you so much, as we wouldn't be here without you. Feel free to reach out to us in social media, as we love hearing from all of you, and please consider leaving a rating and review so more listeners can find our colonists. Thanks again for listening. We sincerely hope you enjoyed this episode. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.